Hi, you're listening to the Abundant Encounters podcast, and this is Mary Marsingill. We're so honored to have you. And just quickly, before we get started, I wanted to remind you to rate this podcast and give positive reviews anywhere you're listening, Apple, Google, and others. Just talk about what you're experiencing, or especially any encounters that you felt like you had during an episode. Also, we'd really appreciate it if you could take five seconds right now to pray for our podcast and ministry to succeed. Five seconds might not sound like much, but we believe that our collective prayers will make a massive difference and protect and prosper these ministries' efforts to glorify and exalt Jesus. Our hope is simple, that people have real encounters with Jesus, God, and the Holy Spirit. Please join us now for just five seconds to pray. Thank you so much. Here's Josh. Thank you, Mary, and thank you for praying. My name is Joshua Marsingill, and this is the Abundant Encounters podcast. We're very just thrilled to be here with you. We know that um, it requires intentionality. And our God is also intentional. We've heard it um, before, but you know, when we take steps towards Him, He takes steps towards us. And that's evident. It plays out. So I believe the decisions that you've made today have brought you to a good place. Thank you, Lord, for bringing us to good places. so our podcast is really geared towards activating our faith, like walking in this thing, you know. We know that God's not short on encounters, and we believe that He is always ready for us to experience Him. And the way we're defining encounters is really just moments where you know that you know that He's real. And um, you've probably had more of those moments than you might think. You've got a history with God. You know, there's a near near car accident misses and um, times when you really connected with another person. Um, there's just so many times where, and you were like, wow, God is really real and he's here. And those encounters are important. And when what we do is when we when we decide to um, put a value on encounters, then they begin to increase in our life. And that's the way it works. I mean, it's like we've become experts in ignoring the reality of who, or just how God is available. We've just become experts at ignoring Him. And as sad as that is, He's not in a fence where he doesn't want us back. <laughs> He's actually taking all these amazing steps to come and rescue us and get us and bring us back to his heart. And um, it's very romantic, it really is. Um, I pray that, that that blesses you. Let me pray and we'll get started. We'll read some scripture and then we'll get into an activation. That's just, that's what we're up to. So, easy peasy, peasy Christian meditation. Christian meditation is different than Eastern meditation because 
Christian meditation is about filling yourself up. Um, it's kind of a phrase that floats around out there a lot, but it's like the original mindfulness. And that, I, I understand, has also been a word that has been ripped apart and mutilated by the world in terrible ways. But it's really just filling our mind with God. And when we do that, it centers us. It centers us so effectively. And in doing that, that brings about God's ability to bring healing and to refresh us. Because we're just tuned in. We're tuned into heaven. And so, so let's God, let's let God tune us up. I'll pray. Lord Jesus, we thank you so much for your awesome ability to rescue us. We could be totally ignoring you, and you're still available to us. I thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. I pray that you just pull, pull close to us in this moment. And let your perfect love cast out every fear. Let the genuineness of your being just completely cleanse us and bring us into the innocence that your Son paid for us to have as a gift. We receive it, Lord. We don't come to you with our righteousness, we come to you with His. Awaken us. Bring us to the surface so that we can even see ourselves. Fill us with you, Lord. Let us see you all in us. Let the train of your robe just fill the temple. Let us feel your delight. Let us resonate with your delight in us. Because it's true, you delight in us. It's what you, you said. We can't just be giving the devil all this credit, like, wow, he's so interested in our soul, without understanding that our soul must be very valuable. Because you're on a rescue mission to save our souls. It's like all this attention spiritually means that there's something valuable about us. Thank you, Lord, for coming in, coming in today and rescuing us. In Jesus' awesome, powerful, mighty name, amen. Well, so I've been kind of floating around in the scriptures a little bit. And I uh, decided I wanted to come back to um, some of my favorites. Um, the Passion Translation has the Song of Songs. And it's been a while since I've read that on this podcast. And I just know that God's going to bring forth um, powerful revelations and 
He always does. Every time I read the scriptures, they always bring so much fruit in my thought life and my heart and in the encounters that I experience with God. So let's get started. In Song of Songs, we're in the Passion Translation. This is chapter one. The most amazing song of all by King Solomon, the Shulamite. Let him smother me with kisses, his spirit kiss divine. So kind are your caresses, I drink them in like the sweetest wine. Your presence releases a fragrance so pleasing, over and over poured out. For your lovely name is flowing oil. No wonder the brides-to-be adore you. Draw me into your heart. We will run away together into the king's cloud-filled chamber. The Chorus of Friends We will remember your love rejoicing and delighting in you, celebrating your every kiss is better than wine. No wonder righteousness adores you. The Shulamite Jerusalem maidens in this twilight darkness, I know I am so unworthy, so in need. The Shepherd King Yet you are so lovely. The Shulamite I feel as dark and dry as the desert tints of the wandering nomads. The Shepherd King Yet you are so lovely, like the fine linen tapestry hanging in the holy place. The Shulamite to her friends. Please don't stare in scorn because of my dark and sinful ways. My angry brothers quarreled with me and pointed me guardian of their ministry vineyards. Yet I've not tended my vineyard within. Won't you tell me, lover of my soul, where do you feed your flock? Where do you lead your beloved ones to rest in the heat of the day? Why should I be like a veiled woman as I wander among the flocks of your shepherds? The Shepherd King Listen, my radiant one, if you ever lose sight of me, just follow in my footsteps where I lead my lovers. Come with your burdens and cares. Come to the place near the sanctuary of my shepherds. My dearest one, let me tell you how I see you. You are so thrilling to me. To gaze upon you is like looking at one of Pharaoh's finest horses. A strong, regal steed pulling his royal chariot. Your tender cheeks are beautiful. Your earrings and gem-laden necklaces set them ablaze. We will enhance your beauty with golden ornaments studded with silver. The Shulamite As the king surrounded me at his table, the sweet fragrance of spikenard awakened the night. A sachet of myrrh is my lover, like a tied-up bundle of myrrh resting over my heart. He is like a bouquet of henna blossoms, henna plucked near the vines at the fountain of the Lamb. I will hold him and never let him part. 
the Shepherd King. My darling, you are so lovely. You are beauty itself to me. Your passionate eyes are like gentle doves. The Shulamite. My beloved one, both handsome and winsome, you are pleasing beyond words. Our resting place is anointed and flourishing, like a green forest meadow bathed in light. Rafters of cedar branches are over our heads, and balconies of pleasant-smelling pines. A lot of times, uh, Mary and I will sing a song. Uh, it's pretty popular in the body of Christ, but it's um, Jesus, we love you. And Jesus, we love you. Oh, how we love you. And um, at one point in a service, um, that, uh, we um, just began to feel the need to say, Jesus, you love us. And it was a really powerful, um, just kind of chorus that came out of us, and um, it really blessed our hearts, you know. It was like Jesus getting to sing that back to us, and I think we went back and we kind of worked it out so that we could have this chorus where it was Jesus talking about how he loves us. So the chorus of the song is, uh, Jesus, we love you, we love you. And um, and then there's that the kind of build part, the tag. It's um, our affections, our devotions, poured out on the feet of Jesus. So when we got to that part, um, it was like just recognizes Jesus's affections. So your affections, your devotion poured out on us here in this room and we could I was just you could just feel the Lord pouring out so much love and that's one of the reasons I, I love the the song of songs is just you can feel the Lord's love especially in the passion translation or um, I just I almost believe that this is just definitely my favorite book in the passion translation uh, but it's there's just so many things where you know I mean the Shulamite's saying yeah, I'm so not worthy I'm not worth it and he just interrupts you you are so lovely you know you are so lovely like the fine linen tapestry hanging in the holy place like comparing her to you know just these amazing heavenly things and um, listen my radiant one if you ever lose sight of me just follow in my footsteps where I lead my lovers you know, he's giving us like this, I, I get it, you might f not feel like um, you're as valuable to me as you are, but you, that doesn't change the fact that you absolutely are. My dearest one, let me tell you how I see you. You are so thrilling to me. To gaze upon you is like looking at one of Pharaoh's finest horses, a strong, regal steed pulling his royal chariot. Just so beautiful. My darling, you are so lovely. You are beautiful itself, or sorry, you are beauty itself to me. Your passionate eyes are like gentle doves. 
He is not just saying these things. He's looking into the eyes and saying, wow. He's, he's romantically engaged with the bride of Christ, which includes you and me. And it should give us a chance to maybe um, give peace to our inner voice. You know, some of us really have um, an inner voice that's pretty painful and doesn't have a lot of patience for us. And, um, I, and I, I've definitely had that several times. I've had to learn to speak to myself and be gentle with myself. And the primary source for me learning to do that has been the voice of Jesus Christ in my life saying, no, no, I love you. I'm actually really enjoying this moment in your life. I've been waiting so long for you. I, I, I had a desire in my heart that you would exist, and so that's how you are. Because you would not exist if I hadn't had that hope and that desire in me. You know, things like this that I just feel like he's said to me so personally. And there are things that he said to all of us, and obviously right here in the scripture, this is to all of us. So even if you're, you're struggling to connect with the amazing, and I believe very available, voice of Jesus, telling you how valuable you are, how important it is that you are in existence, then you have the scriptures and the scriptures are full of Jesus. And the amazing thing about the Word of God is that it is alive. It's living and breathing. And so there is a pulse behind it. But we all really do need to hear from Jesus. Um, one of the things that has been commonly found to challenge our connection with Jesus Christ. And this is in my own experience, it's also in different um, inner healing ministries, You've, you learn a lot about this. But um, when it comes to Jesus, um, sometimes we, in our past, we have learned to experience our friendships, our, our, um, our relationship with our siblings, in a, in a kind of destructive way, and maybe we've even had to protect ourselves because of trauma or um, bad experiences with um, people that we should have been able to trust and should have been able to, to have genuine friendships with. And so sometimes that gets in the way of us being able to connect with Jesus. And Jesus, we know in theory that Jesus is perfect, we get that. But if we're not connecting with him on this romantic level, then it is, there, there may be a connection issue. And so, as you consider, like, um, you know, your friendships when you grow, grew up, you know, and those kind of things, then maybe you can begin to, to find the connection or find 
the place where the connection was distorted. And the Holy Spirit will help you in this. I don't know if some of you, as we were reading through Song of Songs, I know that sometimes these, um, you know, my darling, you are so beautiful, you are so lovely, and statements like this will trigger us. Like, oh, I just don't, I don't feel, I don't feel that way. And so those also, those moments like that can help us kind of key into maybe some, some, um, some things we're believing that may not be true because this is the scripture and in this scripture uh, Solomon you know inspired by the Holy Spirit is writing this to you and um, some people actually wonder why the Song of Songs is in the Bible I believe this is the purpose that it is there to help connect us to the relationship that we have with this amazing Lord it's not like uh something earthly it is a heavenly divine connection and so we want that connection because christianity is boring without that connection jesus is our passion he is our like fire he's he's our desire to live for the lord and he's our connection to the father he's our hero he really is. But even more than that, he's inside of us. He's 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 praying for us. He's he's moving on our behalf constantly. He is for you. And so let's let's try this. We should, right? And um I want you just to kind of lean back into the romantic reality of Jesus Christ. You know, just lean back into his arms, into his embrace. Maybe imagine that right now. Just go ahead and close your eyes. If it's safe to do so, just close your eyes, relax, shut off any distractions. You can go into a closet. I used to do that a lot with Jesus and with the Holy Spirit and Father God. That closet was pretty big and I could sit down in it, but it still was a closet. And it was just such, there were no windows. <laughs> it was really powerful. So I could just focus, it would just help me. And um, if you don't have that, that's okay. The Holy Spirit can create that. These uh, places of, these secret places, you know, they're everywhere. And the Holy Spirit can just help us step right into it right now, no matter where you are. So Holy Spirit, we do ask you to come right now and just bring us to that special secret place. And what I want you to do is I want you to begin to just picture Jesus. And you can start anywhere, you know. I mean, if you don't feel like you can see him, uh, you don't have to rush anything. Uh, but, you know, maybe start with like a typical image of Jesus and just picture that. And 
you're struggling with this, um, remember those two reasons. You know, it could be that uh, you, you're believing maybe some lies about Jesus, or it could be that there's some unforgiveness in there that's really old. It could be like from when you were a kid. It frequently is. And say, Holy Spirit, will you bring to mind what is causing this connection block? Because I really want to connect. Maybe it's just I want to want to connect. All of that matters. The Holy Spirit can work with you. what I want you to look for as you begin to ask the Holy Spirit to help me understand the disconnection and how to connect. Um, what I want you to think about is any impression that, that comes to mind. The Holy Spirit speaks spirit language sometimes, and so it's we have to... Um, discern what, what he's saying and in order to do that we kind of have to step out in faith on whatever little impression we're getting if it's a name or face that's come up trust the Holy Spirit maybe it's simple maybe you do see a, a picture of your brother or sister you're just right there and it's like oh I need to forgive them and forgive them if you uh, want to just you know, start doing that, you can do that now, to say, I forgive, and it's also like um, the judgments and things that we've held against them, we want to release those, I release those. I bless them. Just bless them. Whether they're alive or dead, just bless Bless him if if it helps you. I sometimes I consider the great cloud of witnesses when people have passed on. And I'll zoom in and just kind of see them in that crowd, cheering me on. That's that would be them blessed, right? And all of us, we can just ask, "Hey, Holy Spirit, tune me up." If I'm not believing the truth about you, you know, I felt a little, like, uneased about um, when you, when you were calling me darling and those kind of things. Is there anything I'm believing about you that's not true? It's good. So if you find something, then just say, Jesus, what's the truth? So renounce the lie and speak the truth. Speak the truth over yourself if you can. Say it out loud. Words are powerful said out loud. They're also powerful said within.
There's this other thing, too, I think that's important. Maybe um, some of us just don't feel very present. And I love to say this, but God's presence is in the present. And so uh, if you don't feel very present, then take a moment now and just kind of acknowledge uh, your body. Like your, you know, you could start with like your, um, your toes, your feet, and your knees, and your arms and fingers. Think about your chest, and now there are lungs pushing against it, you know, as you breathe in. Think about your neck. Just consider kind of the sound of my voice and this music. You're just becoming more present. Now I want you to imagine Jesus again. We just did some awesome work there, so things may have changed. You might be, they might be more vivid. It might be a more vivid experience. Look for the changes. Is it possible for you to to lean back into Jesus? feel like you could give him a big hug instead, you know, or sit next to him on a park bench somewhere, you know, let's follow the song of songs here, can you smell him, imagine smelling Jesus, the Shulamite, she's enamored by the smell of spikenard and myrrh, like, wow, he has a smell, Can you imagine smelling Jesus taking into your into your body just the smell, the fragrance of the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords? I want you to gaze into his eyes. The Bible says there's fire in his eyes. He knows you. Wow. There's kindness in his eyes. I've seen it before. So powerful. He's passionate about you. My darling, you are so lovely, he says. You are beauty itself to me. He says your eyes are passionate. (laughs) It's so cool that your presence is so valuable to him. You know, we keep saying, God, we want your presence. We love your presence. 
He's like, I want your presence. I love your presence. I love it. I love you. 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 He's just going on and on. I couldn't stop him if you wanted to. I love you. 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 He'll just wash you in it. He'll wash you in it. He's just pulling you back to the center. There's healing in this place. Why don't you ask him, just point blank and don't answer for him. You know, we know the scriptures and things like that, so it's tempting to just answer, but resist. And, um... Ask him, Jesus, what do you think of me? And wait for an impression. I've had people remember a whole scene and kind of go into this memory that Jesus is like reminding them of how much he loves them. It's like, remember this? So if that's you, ask Jesus about the memory. Try to think of what he's saying through that memory. And if that's not you and you're just hearing from Jesus, that's awesome. If you don't understand or if it's a feeling that you're getting and it's not, and you really want to understand, like, um, in words, then ask questions my dearest one let me tell you how I see you you are so thrilling to me to gaze upon you is like looking at one of Pharaoh's finest horses a strong regal steed pulling his royal chariot your tender cheeks are beautiful your earrings and gem-laden necklaces set them ablaze. We will enhance your beauty with golden ornaments studded with silver. Mm. You say, but I'm not lovely. I'm so, I'm so dark. He said, yet, yet you are so lovely. You are so lovely. You know, as you're listening to Jesus, let it have an impact on your internal voice about yourself. Make sure that in the classroom, you know, of Jesus talking to you, like, that your inner voice is present. If you've been harsh towards yourself or lacking patience, have your inner voice pull up a chair and listen to what Jesus has to say about you. You are so lovely.
like the fine linen tapestry hanging in the holy place. Listen, my radiant one, if you ever lose sight of me, just follow in my footsteps where I lead my lovers. Come with your burdens and cares. Come to the place near the sanctuary of my shepherds. My dearest one, let me tell you how I see you. You are so thrilling to me. The gaze upon you is like looking at one of Pharaoh's finest horses. A strong regal steed pulling his royal chariot. Maybe you can forgive yourself, especially if you've been really mean to, your, to you for a while. Say, I forgive you. I forgive you, me. I release you from the judgments I've made about you, that you're not worthy, that you're not uh, good enough, that the efforts that you've made aren't enough. I release you from those judgments and I bless you and just bless yourself and give yourself a big hug um, put one hand under your arm your maybe your right hand on your left arm and then pull the other uh, hand uh, your left arm and and hold your right arm and just pull tight just pull tight And let the love of Christ heal you. My darling, you are so lovely. You are beauty itself to me. Your passionate eyes are like gentle doves. Let the King of Kings speak over you as you hug yourself. As you lean into him. This is about healing. It's not about pride or arrogance or being all self-focused. Anything like that. It's nothing about that. It's about loving yourself enough to love others and love God. If you haven't done it in a while, maybe it doesn't feel super easy. Maybe you should go through this exercise again. I'm going to leave you now to soak in the music for a minute and to just be present with Jesus. Amen.
today might be a big new day, especially if it is the first time you used a prophetic act like this and got pulled into a real encounter with the living God in his heaven on earth. This determination may reveal how the same God has been encountering you for many years and will eventually reveal how God is really everywhere and in everything. The good news, he is for you and not against you. He's hidden there for you and not from you. Seek him and find him. Seek like a king before you share as his priest. What you begin to find and uncover will cross the boundary of word only and enter into your own truth. You'll begin to live there. We pray blessing on you. May you be prosperous today from the inside of your spirit, through your soul, and then out into every circumstance of your day. May joy Hope and peace overflow from within you abundantly. God is not short on encounters, my friend. I pray that the supply of heaven fill your life with infinite wealth that overwhelms and overcomes every deficit of this world around you and others here in this world. In Jesus' name. Come and visit us online at AbundantEncounters.com where you can find out more about our cause. We want everyone to have an encounter with God today. And on that website, you can find out ways to help yourself, help your friends. There's counseling, coaching, and articles available that will help you to embrace the lifestyle of encountering God. Abundant Encounters. Hey, I'm very excited to announce that we have some brand new journals, uh, encounter journals that are going to be available from our website, AbundantEncounters.com, and they're very simple. They use three prompts to help you focus on what you see Father God doing and what you hear Him saying in your personal world and I believe they're really gonna bless you it's 40 days that each um, each one of these will cover and I believe within that time frame you're gonna experience such amazing breakthrough and have more encounters I, I believe that stewardship brings encounters because that's what I've experienced with our father he's not short on encounters my friend so I want to encourage you, these are very affordable. Um, just go check them out on our website, AbundantEncounters.com. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face toward you and give you peace.